It's time to get this show on the road with all things thespian. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It's Monday Theatre with Newcastle in the morning. It is time for Monday Theatre. It is Monday yet again. And I'm very excited to have my next guest here in the studio with me. It is Carl Caulfield, writer, actor, multi-award winner. How are you, Mr Caulfield? I'm nice very to good. See Thanks, you. Tracy. Thank you. Good to see you. Lovely to see you. Now, mm. what have you been up to? I mean, obviously, COVID's been a little bit difficult for everybody. Have you That's been like everyone else? For sure. What have but you been up to? I think we're prevailing. At least I hope so. Mm. Um, well, I've got uh, uh, a play on at NTC that's about to open. Uh, and I've also, as soon as that's finished, I have a probably a rest for a few days and then I'm directing another show. So I've written both shows. I'm acting in this one and then I go off and direct the other. So um, hopefully uh, we're, 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 we're sort of moving uh, through with with courage and fingers crossed. I think the fingers crossed are the, uh, are the biggest thing, isn't it? It's, For sure. It's been, it's been horrendous. It really has been. Yes, now, indeed. As, as a playwright and as someone who's written the one you're currently acting in, mm. how does it go? Do you ever just sit there and go, hang on a second, director, that doesn't sound right. That needs to be rewritten. Do they do they play? Can you do that, or is it? Do you actually step back and become the actor instead of the the playwright? That's a good question. I, what happens is that I I'm inside the play, and um, I have spotted a couple of moments where I just thought, and it's mostly to do with just editing. Um, so in this case, the play was sort of in relative good health. I'm pleased to say, but I did spot a couple of things where I just thought, because you're inside the plane, it's very action-driven. This one particularly, a fine art of deception. And occasionally I just thought there's just a few too many words there. So I I snipped. Um, But um, most of the time it's handing it over to the director. Uh, in this case, it's Leanne Muller, and she's doing a terrific job. And so there's a lot of kind of trust and talking. So it's not the playwright being a, much of a nuisance in this case. In it this could case. Happen. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. I have known stories. You have? But not necessarily not with you? me. Not you? Okay. Not with me. No, I've I've always been fairly collaborative. I think when I first started writing Trace, it was very, very defensive. Um, but then as I matured as a writer, I started to realise that, Sometimes if you defend and you say, you can't cut that speech, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful speech, you probably need to look at that and cut it. Mm. Because they do say to kill all your darlings, you know? Okay, kill all your darlings. That's right. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I've sort of, having said that, you know, I could easily, I could easily get into a little bit of a uh, pressure state. Mm. Um, who knows? Who so knows? Okay. So you take you, it you, play by been, play. You've been good so far. So far, I've behaved okay. myself. Oh, that's good. I'm pleased to hear that. <laughs> now, tell me, uh, tell me about the fine art of deception. What is it all about? Well, it's it's a thriller. Um, it's set in contemporary London and uh, with various characters. And I was uh, interested in in kind of writing a stage thriller, and I had the idea about a decade ago and I had it just as a concept and I pitched it to a mate of mine uh, when I was in London Uh, we we went into a pub in Soho and I met this woman uh, who was a friend of Francis Bacon's the late controversial artist and the encounter sort of had an impression on me and I 
I, I started to think about this uh, character and I was thinking about writing a thriller. So the two uh, things came together and I, and I pitched an idea. And he said, oh, that sounds really good. How does it end? I said, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I'll find out by writing it. Yes. And he said, well, get on and write it because I'd like to know. I didn't do that. I went on and wrote half a dozen other plays. But he would ring me from the UK, uh, obviously late at night for him and I'm having breakfast he's probably had a few wines and he's there going you know what's happened to that play you know you know the one yeah. with the woman and Francis Bacon and all that where are you so at? I said well I, I haven't got round to it he said for God's sake get on with it I need to know the ending so I thought well, I better write it to get him off my back but this was sort of years after pitching the idea mm. Um, but I, and I guess I've been saying to people, the the idea had been percolating, so it came out quite in in, in good health, as it were. You know, like mm. it was fairly well formed, and the ending, I just followed my nose with it, really. Oh, good. But I can't tell you what no, that you is, can't. Tracy. I'm You'll have, have to come. I'm going to have to come and see. <laughs> how um, how hard is it writing writing plays? I mean, you've spent all your career doing it between acting and and between uh, writing. How hard is it to write a play? Well, that's a good question. I I think it's deceptive. I think it's a deceptive craft because it does look when you, I mean, certainly when you watch a play. I mean, I don't do that now. I don't sort of sit there and go, I think I could do better than this. I don't don't do that anymore, no no, no matter who's writing. I think it's it's a deceptive craft because it involves, usually people who are attracted to it are wordsmiths. But the actual art of playwriting is as much about leaving the words out. I mean, obviously, you need words. Mm. That goes without saying. But you also need the audience to complete the picture. So you need to understand subtext. So you need to understand, um, you know, and that's why the import- there's the importance of cutting mm. and, and, and keeping it sort of very simple, which for some reason is... is tricky to do i mean i guess it's it's the same in 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 journalism or the same in prose hemingway was a good example of somebody who paired things back to the bone and i think you have to do that Um, but for some reason i'm not even quite sure why i've tried to um, analyze it but i once i start i was interested in writing in, in my teens and i thought i was going to be the next george orwell then i started writing plays and something clicked which, which was this feels like my my thing, mm. um, and um, you know for the most part I think it is. I mean I'm not saying that every, every play I've written um, is is a success, but uh, uh, along the way I look back and you go I go to myself uh, say to myself well you know that's that's not bad mm. and uh, stay with it. Yes, I think <laughs> I think you should. Yeah, don't change career path at the moment it's too <laughs> no, late it is too, too late. late it's too late that's right now obviously i mean we're we're very good here in newcastle of you know we, we do the traditionals we do the ones that you know the tried and trues the mary poppins you know we do we do the regulars how important is it for theater and uh, and places like newcastle theater company to bring along new plays and bring new playwrights to uh, to the community how important is that well i think it's very important and i applaud 
uh, Newcastle Theatre Company. Uh, I, I mean, my own company, we focus on new work, and but I certainly applaud Newcastle Theatre Company. We, they've got two new plays in in the season. I think it's really crucial because it's about the lifeblood. And I'm not having a go at any of those works you've mentioned and the many musicals. And we know that Newcastle audiences love those, particularly mm. musicals. And they've got every right to the diet that they they want. But it's also the case that we need to be getting new stories, local stories. And we need to be kind of addressing ourselves to contemporary issues. And so I think it's crucial. And I think if, if, you, if you want to have the classics and the true... And, and tested, uh, that's that's fine. But I think any good theatre company uh, always uh, should be, in my view, kind of nurturing new work. And and Newcastle's getting really good at it. I there's think there's a place for every for you know for the for the new stuff as well as the old. And if we don't, if theatre doesn't do that, then it's going to be lost because that's we're it. not going to have the next next lot of classics coming. Well, through. there's that about nurturing a generation of writers, and and uh, but there's also that danger that theatre becomes a museum. And it loses its sense of danger and it loses its sense of risk. And, and, you know, obviously the thing about a new play is it's it's only happening in that theatre. It's not on TV. It's not on film. It's, you know, it's actually there. And it could it could the people could fall off the trapeze. The actors and the playwright alike. It's, but when it works, when it works, it's quite exhilarating because it's unique to that audience. Because mm. no two plays are ever going to be the same. Well, there's always that with any production, I suppose, but it's particularly the frisson. I was sharing to Michael out there, and he used the word frisson. Did you not? He's, he's nodding to me. Mm. Um, the frisson is all the more when it's a new work, um, because with this play, you can't actually kind of say, well, this is the way Peter Hall did it. You're finding out on the floor and you're discovering. Sometimes you're finding out that something doesn't work. And uh, so it's mm. it's exciting. Uh, and, uh, but it's and nerve-wracking. Also, exactly. Mm. It's nerve-wracking. And it's the same when I'm performing. I, 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 I do get nervous, um, but I'm also deeply excited. And when I get out onto the stage, because I ask myself, why the hell am I doing this? I bet. Why am I putting myself through it? But then I get on stage and it's... I'm more relaxed than I am anywhere. And I can't understand that par- paradox because no, no. during the day, I will be in a state of tension. It's like there are easier ways to live. Mm. Michael's nodding even more now. <laughs> there are easier ways, ways to there live. There are, yeah. But then when you get there, you know, it's like anything, anything worthwhile has, has challenges. It certainly uh, does. So when do we get underway? So uh, it is the Fine Art of Deception. It is uh, the Newcastle Theatre Company. The cast includes Claire Williams, Chris McCord, Carl Caulfield, of course, Tracy Gordon and Michael Byrne. It yeah, must thank be you for mentioning the cast. The cast are absolutely top notch. Huge uh, fan of, uh, of Claire Williams. Oh, she's, she's the main character in this. So you, you're, oh, so I really need to get along. You really need to get along. Okay. But the, the thing is, it is an ensemble piece. And um, it's been an absolute delight working with this cast. I can't imagine a better cast. Um, I mean, uh, 
in terms of this region, it's it's like to me, it's just top notch, mm. and they're, they're they've been terrific. And Leanne Muller has just got right behind the play, because I should mention, by the way, Tracy, that there's there's strong language, criminal argot, as it were, and there's violence, and okay. of course. Um, Sounds the, perfect for me. <laughs> I, I'm amazed at how many people say that. <laughs> Strong. It's like Strong when you get the warning on TV, I go, this is my kind yeah. of warning. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> There's sex violence. Let's yes. go in strong language. Let's go. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming in, Carl. It's, been it's my lovely pleasure. to uh, lovely to see you. It does get underway May 7 through to 21. If you'd like to grab your tickets, make sure you go to Newcastle Theatre Company, get to the website, get to the Facebook, but make sure you get along and support local theatre right here in Newcastle because if we don't support it, we will lose it. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.